0: Welcome to No Rain Date, a community podcast about local news and people. No Rain Date is a production of Salk & Source LLC. For more local news and information, please visit salkandsource.com. Hello, and welcome to No Rain Date, episode 17. My name is Josh Popachek. I am the publisher of Sock & Source, as well as the host of the No Rain Date podcast. This is our first episode in about a month. It was in the middle of March when the coronavirus pandemic became the big and only story, and that affected our ability to produce the podcast, which since it began last fall, has been primarily recorded in person. We did have several interviews that were scheduled and are now indefinitely postponed, unfortunately. Uh, Many things have been affected by the pandemic, obviously, and we plan to eventually get back to the type of podcast that that we were doing before, uh, as long as that's possible, It might not be exactly the same, but we certainly want to continue to focus on the art scene in our area, stories about volunteers, and of course, local business spotlights, the variety of news that that you love and we love producing. But right now, with everything being about the pandemic, it just did not seem to make sense to continue with the podcast. So it is... On somewhat of a hiatus and we appreciate your understanding for that. That being said, recently we had the opportunity to host a virtual roundtable with several local business owners and to discuss with them how they are responding to the pandemic as well as the challenges that it has presented them. The business owners included June Rose, owner of Kindred Spirits Metaphysical Shop in Hellertown, Andy Warner, owner of Black River Farms and Wardog Spirits in Lower Saucon Township, and David Spurk, who owns Steel Club, which is in Hellertown and Lower Saucon. And we were also joined by Jessica O'Donnell of the Greater Lehigh Valley Chamber of Commerce, Jessica is a huge cheerleader for not just Saucon Valley businesses, but businesses all throughout the area. And the chamber has deployed some really generous and groundbreaking initiatives to help businesses during this very difficult time. So the focus of the hour-long roundtable, which was recorded with assistance from our friend Kim Bjorheim, a local video producer, uh, the focus was... Really about businesses and what they're doing right now, how the community can support them, and of course we hope you will. And looking towards the future, which is still uncertain, what what are the thoughts uh, right now? So we hope you will enjoy uh, listening to this roundtable, and it was moderated by myself. Continue, of course, to follow Salkin Source on Instagram, Twitter facebook you can subscribe to our newsletter at sockandsource.com and subscribe to us on youtube we have a youtube channel and we plan to hopefully produce more of these round table type events which will be uh, recorded with help from kim via skype we may also produce individual interviews but for the foreseeable future the subject matter will relate back to COVID-19 and and how the community is dealing with it. There are many topics that we can explore and I'm sure we will do that as the pandemic continues to evolve. So thank you again for your support and if you have any questions you can always reach me at josh at night. Hello, I'd like to thank everybody for joining me on this virtual business roundtable, which Sock and Source has organized with help from Kim Bjorheim, who is a supporter of ours, a friend of ours, and a video producer, as well as a photographer. So, Kim is helping us behind the scenes with this. And the reason that that I'm organizing this is to in a nutshell, help support local businesses, which I hope everybody is already doing throughout this pandemic. We all know that businesses have been incredibly impacted over the last month. Some are completely closed, most are completely closed, while others are open with restrictions. They're gonna need our support more than ever in the future. So part of the part of the reason we're we're hosting this is to draw attention to the issues and challenges that local businesses are facing and make the community more aware of them. Uh, As a business owner myself, I'm certainly conscious of, of how many challenges my friends that own businesses are facing. I feel I'm one of the lucky few that already had a business that was sort of contactless. I never really thought about it until this happened, but it certainly makes you think about if, whether you have the type of business that involves direct contact with customers or not. And, and so we can't all have that kind of business, obviously, but in the future, we may be moving more to that type of business model in some cases, just because of uh, the impact that the pandemic is having. So um, that's something else we'll talk about. I will begin by you know welcoming all of our guests, and then we will hear from each of them. They're going to talk about First of all, a little bit about their business and then how the pandemic has affected their business and the types of things that they're doing to respond to that. We have, first of all, June Rose, who's the owner of Kindred Spirits Metaphysical Shop and Sacred Space in Hellertown. June has been in business in Hellertown for going on five years now. And a great supporter of our downtown community, she uh, is very involved in the business community, and we're going to hear from her about how the shutdown has affected the new age business and things that she she does. David Spurk is the owner of Steel Club in in Hellertown and Lower Saucon. That is a multifaceted business where there are there's a restaurant there's catering and events that are normally hosted there, obviously a golf course, and and they've been tremendously impacted by the shutdown. We have Andy Warner with us, who's the owner of Black River Farms Vineyard and War Dog Spirits in Lower Saucon Township. Just recently had a story about War Dog Spirits, switching some of their distillery production to hand sanitizer to help out our local first responders. And I'm sure uh, Andy can tell us a little bit more about how that's going. And then finally, we have Jessica O'Donnell, who is Executive Vice President for Affiliated Chambers with the Greater Lehigh Valley Chamber of Commerce. Jessica is a huge cheerleader for local business and, and now, so, now more so than ever. So we're thrilled to have her on. And, and I'm sure she's going to share some tips and ideas and resources for all small local businesses for dealing with this challenging time. I guess, like I said, we'll start with June. Tell us a little bit about your business and and the uniqueness of it and the challenges that that you've seen and how you're overcoming them.
1: Sure, thanks, Josh. So I'm June Rose, owner of uh, Kindred Spirits Books and Gifts is what the sign says. And then I did a Facebook change to Kindred Spirits Metaphysical Shop to have a little more clarity about what kind of a shop it is. So it is a new age metaphysical store And it's a retail book and gift shop. And we sell spiritual tools uh, from a variety of different cultures. So it's not like any one religion and not any one uh, spiritual path. So it encompasses all different spiritual paths, whatever connects people to a power greater than themselves for peace of mind, serenity. So whatever faith, you know, that people practice uh, like Buddhist, Celtic, Norse, Wiccan, Taoism, Zen, so they're all different paths. And then we have things like crystals, incense, candles, greeting cards, and then books on a variety of topics. Um, I also offer spiritual and uplifting services. So we do a weekly meditation called Quiet the Mind every Sunday where I play the crystal singing bowls. Once a month, we do a kid's meditation for half an hour. and. Then I also do personal coaching with people and tarot readings and then group workshops. That's just a little thumbnail of what we do. And I think the uniqueness of the shop in Hellertown is that it's a very peaceful place. It's calming. uh, It smells good in there. I hear that all the time because of all the uh, variety of incense and candles that are there. And uh, it's just a, it's really like a spiritual oasis for people to come to. So Having it closed, I think, is difficult, especially for some of the regulars to not be able to touch base with that space. Yeah, and that's it. Thanks.
0: June. just to clarify quickly, you you aren't permitted to offer curbside pickup right now? Well,
1: we're considered a non-essential business. I need to reach out to the governor's office because I have done some virtual visits, but I actually considered making the back window of my business. It could be a drive up. And I could do a curbside service, but because I'm non-essential, I don't want to walk that line between non-essential and encouraging people to leave their homes, which is why I haven't offered that. So I figured I've taken a couple of orders and I've shipped them through the post office. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's like I said, I I reached out to one of my marketing mentors and he suggested that I reach out to the governor's office and get clarity around that before I do anything.
0: Right. And I'm sure uh, more business owners will be doing that. The longer this goes on, um, yeah. it becomes a necessity in some cases to uh, think outside the box and and try other things. Thank you for for sharing that update. And now, um, You're welcome, Dave. Can you tell us uh, about Steel Club and how things have been going since about a month ago when all this began?
2: Sure. Uh, First, I'm going to say this, uh, Josh, to say thank you for all the work that you do uh, on behalf of our community. You keep us in a spotlight. You keep people informed. I think you're a great cheerleader. Not as good a cheerleader as Jessica, but, uh, you know, it's hard to beat Jessica as a cheerleader. Uh, I just want to say thank you for for really uh, supporting our community in the way you do. I'm thinking that June and... uh, and Andy got the you know the business cornered here. Everybody needs some uplifting, and what uh, helps uplifting, Andy, uh, some nice wine and spirits, I assume. Uh, as as Josh said, I I own a Steel Club. Last year, 2019, we employed 191 people. 191 includes about 88 full time, and then uh, the rest obviously part time, whether it was summer help. From uh, you know, summer help could be lifeguards and things like that. Of course, we're that's not impacted yet. As as you mentioned, Josh, we have a golf course, we have a restaurant, we have a ballroom, we have meeting rooms that we have a lot of business meetings throughout the week. We have a swimming pool, so we're a multifaceted organization and multi-layered, from uh, a general manager to uh, uh, directors of all those different centers, those different uh, business uh, centers, and everyone's affected. You know, do do uh, do, do. I see. Uh, we we have a little bit of work in the takeout, but uh, we need people here. That's the bottom line. It's our, our business is is uh, you know it, uh, entertainment, relaxation, you know that sort of thing. Do I see? Do I see the business going, um, you know, differently in the future? Absolutely. Uh, I think, in, in, you know, in any business, it changes constantly. But uh, ultimately, we need people here. Uh, we have doing very well. We've been doing great in our takeout. We sold out of Easter dinners uh, already. And, you know, we're a few days away. Uh, we're seeing if we get more deliveries in, that, that sort of thing. But the bottom line is this. We have... We have a full crew out on the golf course working now, which is about uh, somewhere between 10, 10 and 15 people, depending on what day it is and what the weather is. Uh, we could go up to as much as 20 as it gets warmer, and we must keep them working. In order to keep a golf course, if a green grows to one inch, we, it, 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 it's lost for the summer. The, the waste staff, of course, and we have a great waste staff. We have tremendous people at work here, hardworking, people, they're all at home. We have a very limited kitchen going. Now, you know, we're hoping to start bringing people back. We're thinking about going to seven-day-a-week takeout. Typically, you know, we have all these great people working. We feel terrible that they're not working. They're not providing for their families the way they they usually do, and we want to get them back to work. We've kept about, I'm going to say, 30 or 40 percent of our workforce here, working, we're on the payroll, uh, coming in just a few days a week. But ultimately, we are looking forward to this coming to some kind of conclusion, even if it's some
0: sort of phased-in uh, conclusion. Right. Certainly some uncertainty there, and, and I'm sure it's affecting your ability to hire maybe for the summer. Or are, are you doing that as normal right now? or? Well, so we we had the, the, the typical run-up for the
2: summer moving along. For instance, we have all the lifeguards hired. We made sure that they have all their certifications in place. Uh, so we're already in that mode. We, uh, you know, the, the servers, food runners, things like that, that are usually high school and, and college kids. Uh, no, we haven't done a whole lot with that yet. But quite frankly, we don't know, is the pool going to open on Memorial Day? what's going to happen when's it going to happen and to tell you the truth will we have the pool ready we just talked to our uh, the head of facilities today and he was saying he doesn't know if we get chlorine you know chlorine is a cleaning agent and a lot of cleaning agents are uh, at short supply as you know uh, you know as, uh, Andy knows he's 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 making alcohol uh, for uh, you know hand sanitizer that kind of thing you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen. We are moving forward like it's going to open up. We believe, and we've 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 heard some rumblings through our advisory uh, uh, organizations that were members of National Golf Foundation, that kind of thing, that they believe that golf courses will be one of the first things that will open because it's this social distancing is easily met on a golf course. I just read in the paper that uh, Lisa Boscola, who's our state senator, here in this area is questioning why aren't golf courses open why they should be open they're open in other states that have stay-at-home executive orders including virginia and i think maybe texas so we're hoping the golf course is open uh, uh, for a lot of reasons right now we are allowing our members dining members uh, swim members pool members of course golf members to walk our we have a 280 acres it's beautiful and I have to say, it's one of the best times of the year to be on our 280 acres. It's springtime. Things are blooming. Things are really greening up. It's a it's a great place to be. And we see a lot of people come, pull into our parking lot, get out of their cars, take a walk. They might be pushing a baby carriage, hand in hand, uh, uh, senior citizens, hand in hand, whatever. We've had uh, young families, husband, wife, uh, children, uh, you know, maybe uh, I think there was a group out here, not long ago, like three, five, and seven, something like that, they were they had a picnic near one of the tea boxes. So we're we're happy that the people are coming here and and the people in the community are using the space. But uh, the only thing we could do right now is take out. We are booking events. We're moving events like crazy. There are some poor couples that uh, we're going to get married in. In March and in April, we had events booked for them. And we're trying, as best we can, to accommodate them with days, weekends. The the bottom line is this. I don't think anybody has a playbook for what's going on. And uh, I wish there was a playbook for what to do. And I hope we never have to pull out this playbook in the future if there is one made that comes out of this. Otherwise, yeah, I'm assuming that everybody, certainly on the screen uh, and, and, and beyond here, are having some financial difficulties. We're not bringing the money in that we normally bring in. It's certainly true here at Steel Club. Now there's a phase three uh, coming uh, uh, through right now through the government, federal government, and I think that's going to help us, going to help our uh, our employees actually more than anybody. Uh, I'd like to see order restored
0: everywhere as soon as possible. And. And that's one of the things I wanted to stress that you just said, Dave, that there is no manual for any of this. And every, every business's situation is unique too. So like, I I think people need to be understanding of that and, and not judge any business for how they respond to this, as long as they, you know, are true to their core values and, and respectful, you know, but, you know, there are going to be people that say, well, you shouldn't get help from the government. You shouldn't get help from crowdfunding. You know, everybody needs help right now, basically. So anybody that's that's judging a business for, you know, trying to rally community support or, you know, take advantage of, of government programs that may be available, I think should rethink that. <laughs> so that's my little spiel about that. But Andy, can you tell us now a little bit more about what Black River Farms and War Dog Spirits are doing. Sure,
3: thanks, Josh. And I echo Dave's comments. appreciate you putting this together and bringing out some positive news whenever you can. It's a crazy time, to say the least. Something I never thought I'd ever experience and see. And we're we're plugging, plugging through. There's no question about it. We're doing everything we can, and we're being flexible, which is really a big key, I think, for any business. Uh, we are considered essential because we're agriculture and we have nine acres of grape vines and over eight thousand vines growing on the property. And so we have people out there working those vines and we can't walk away from them. And part of that, of course, is the selling of the product that we grow and make on that property. And and that's our wine. So we're we 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 have been able to 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 stay somewhat busy, not nearly like we normally would by any means, but we're 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 busier than I probably imagined. But we did some things to to make that happen and we used to be open only four days a week. Now we're open seven days a week, and we're it's all takeout or delivery via mail. We can ship throughout the state of Pennsylvania and some other states, but primarily it's all throughout Pennsylvania. So, uh, that's uh, wine as well as spirits, which is helpful. But there's no question, revenue's down significantly. There's just no doubt about it. But uh, we we have we will keep on staff a little over thirty people, and we have we're down to just the full time people, of course. And we're keeping them all on staff and we're pledging that to continue to do that. And we will do that as long as we possibly can. And we're going to take advantage of the things that the government have put out to play because we needed to be able to keep these people with a paycheck. And that's why the, the first stimulus was even put into place is so people could keep people employed because of the less people that are employed, of course, is more of a burden on the government. And that's the last thing they want. So so we're taking full advantage of what we can and just putting in place different things, different ideas to make sure that we're out in front of people and helping the community as much as possible. We know we wouldn't exist to the extent that we do. And we've been, we planted our vines in 2010. We started selling our wine retail in 2017, and War Dog Spirits came into play in 2019. And we wouldn't exist without the local support. There's just no doubt about it. And so when I had heard a story about some other distilleries throughout the state of Pennsylvania and beyond, uh, that they were making hand sanitizer. As soon as I heard that, I said, Well, that would be they would be awesome. How do you do that? How's that legal? And uh, and one thing led to another, literally within a day, I started getting emails kind of that were sent from heaven all showing how there's reduced regulation to be able to start doing that. And so we immediately went full bore. And to date we have uh, we've been doing it for three weeks. To date, we've already produced 50 gallons of hand sanitizer. We've given it out to over 55 different first responders, medical professionals, UGI, you know, all the people that are, in, that are out in the public that don't have a choice and we're doing those kind of things. And there's huge demand. And we, I mean, we can't fill every request that we have, but we have one still going almost seven days a week. And with the whole idea of just keep producing this as much as possible, but it's it, probably the most difficult thing for us to continue to do that has been finding bottles, so if anybody out there knows somebody that makes plastic bottles or they have them sitting in their basement, we would love to get them. But we've told everybody we were giving them to, don't throw them out. We'll fill those bottles back up as time goes forward. But it, it, it's a struggle. We had a little bit of trouble getting hydrogen peroxide, but some people we mentioned do found some in their bathroom so we could get some. It's amazing how when people hear the need, they start to, to come together because we are, we are really, as one of my associates say, we're just giving a weapon to the people that are out there to be able to protect them. I mean, we're making a very high alcohol hand sanitizer, and people are very appreciative. It's, we've primarily given to police forces, fire departments, and we, every day we have another. Some police force is sending us patches of all the different places we've given to. So we're hoping to get a big board of all these different oh, places. Wow. It's it's great. It's it's really been uplifting to see the appreciation and these people know that you know, if they didn't have that, there's a lot, much greater chance of them not being able to serve the public, which is a key thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think you, you brought up a great point too, about how important it is to network with, with people, whether it's other business owners or just people in the community, let them know what, what you need. Cause you're, you know, you're trying to, to help people and stay in business and, and, uh, if you just you know, don't talk to people, you know this isn't the time for for social isolation. We need to reach out to other people and and network a lot online and and through social media as well, sharing your your ideas. and um, I hope every every business owner considers doing that because I know some are are reticent to use social media. This is a great time to dive in and you know,
3: so true. It's, it really is very true. And, and you know, we're seeing new faces that come to the farm to pick up. We're open every day from 2 to 5, Monday through Sunday. But it, one thing that we really see is the people that are somewhat regulars coming to the vineyard. You could just see the brightness of their face to just drive up the drive and see the vines. I mean, it's just such mm-hmm. a place. One of the reasons we even started this was the vineyard is literally beautiful 365 days a year. So the release for these people that have been pent up in their house to just drive up that drive and, You know, nobody touches you. You pop the trunk. We put the wine. You can just see they just love the feeling of being back there. And we look forward to everybody coming back and filling the seats like it once was. And I'm a big believer that that's going to happen. When that's going to happen, we don't know. I mean, there's so many different things that so many events we've canceled. uh, Performers we have usually every two every weekend we've had to cancel. I mean, the the cascading effect of this is just brutal. I mean, it
4: it is
3: brutal. And we don't have no idea how bad it's going to get. But it's good the government's stepping up, and it's good they're making some great strides that we can get back open for business. Whatever that is, but we have to open up in some
0: form or fashion. Right, right. Thank you. Jessica, I'm going to turn it over to you now, and hopefully you can help fill us in on everything that the <laughs> chamber has been doing, um, especially the Hellertown Lower Saucon Chamber, but also the, the Greater Lehigh Valley Chamber. Since this began, you've I saw you re- you were launching a virtual happy hour and that sounds like a lot of fun. So we can have, enjoy some Black River Farms wine during that and <laughs> war dog spirits. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say first off, Josh, thanks for including me on this in this conversation. And it's so great to see so many familiar faces. I'm a social butterfly. So social distancing is not something that I can handle <laughs> quite well over here. I thrive off of people. I thrive off of making people happy. And, you know, as um, my lifestyle, I, I call it my lifestyle because it's not a job. I, I truly love what I do. And I'm never off because I want to always help people. But this has definitely been an adjustment for us at the chamber, I will say that I many of you, oh, hi Otis, many of you um, know that we work very, very hard and we plan events months in advance. However, you know, I feel like we are working even harder because we're trying to be that voice and we're trying to be that positive light for our businesses and nonprofits. We are, I'm I'm taking phone calls at 10.30 at night, businesses needing help with PPE items. So we're really connecting a lot of people. When this all started four weeks ago, immediately my team and I, we started working on a list and it was evolving every hour as businesses were adjusting their hours, adjusting what they were doing. But we're really utilizing social media as we're seeing our, our insights, really people are sharing, commenting. So this is a way that we could be a voice for our businesses and really bring everybody together. Something that I've been saying, and I believe in it, that we can and will get through this together. So We're trying to be innovative. Um, We're trying to think of new ideas to spotlight our community to really reach the community and say, you need to support local now and always, but especially right now. Probably about four weeks ago, we received some great media coverage, and thank you, Josh, for writing the first story. Uh, We tried to get a little creative. Uh, We did small business bingo, which maybe a box said get delivery from a local business in your community, or like or comment on three business pages, you know, really just trying to engage people. We also have done our essential versus non-essential lists. Again, that is evolving every hour as businesses may close or their hours are changing. I mean, different things like that, which we receive some great coverage from. It's no longer members versus non-members. We're, we're reaching out to everybody and really including everybody in these lists and really trying to connect. I know that when, when the fire department reached out to us, and said they needed PPE items like the mask or whatever it was. We reached out to some businesses such as Salon Mia and said, hey, can you donate? Can you do this? So maybe some of these businesses were closed, but they're willing to help out others. So it's been quite a silver lining in all this, seeing so many people come together, which has made me smile in some of the worst times. People are coming together to support one another. Yes, Josh, you mentioned that we are doing a virtual social happy hour, if you will. Again, I'm an event planner. So the last Four weeks, a lot of my events, even my events in June, we're looking at postponing just because we don't know the unknown. You know, it's kind of scary and we don't know if people are going to want to be out in, in social gatherings. We don't know again what the mandate or what Governor Wolf's going to say next. Every day it's, you know, evolving, like I said. So, you know, planning a virtual happy hour is something that we can do. Um, it isn't going to be around COVID 19. We're going to have, we're going to have some fun with it. It's going to be like a speed networking and we're calling it Sweats and Sips, because realistically, I mean, I might look like I have it together up here, but I'm wearing sweatpants down here um, as I'm, I'm Zooming with all everybody. But yes, uh, so we're gonna hold this event. Uh, we have some questions. We're just gonna have fun. We're encouraging people to support local. We're gonna, it could be a cocktail or it could be a coffee, and you're just gonna talk about what you have. Of course, I'm gonna be supporting local. But yeah, so we're doing that. Also, doing Q&As where we're going to get the mayors in some of my communities, specifically Hellertown, to talk about some of the initiatives that they're working on, what businesses, things like that. So, again, we're really utilizing our social platform to really reach everybody and encourage them to uh, support local and really, you know, take out Tuesday as our new hashtag. Uh, we're actually doing a um, Thursday, it's called Tutorial Thursday, where we reached out to some of our business owners and said, Hey, you know, we're at home, how should I be doing my hair? Or, Hey, you know, can we do a cocktail. So we're really again spotlighting these businesses during these times. So we're we're really really just trying to kick up that social media presence. Something from the Greater Chamber. Um, I'm sure many have seen, but we we rolled out uh, what was called the Chamber's COVID nineteen grant last Monday, where the Chamber gave fifty thousand. BBT now Truist gave fifty thousand. David Jandel gave twenty five thousand and. And Tom Groves from Equinox Consulting Benefits gave us twenty-five thousand, and a hundred businesses each got fifteen hundred. Dollar checks. It's not a loan. It's a grant. And actually, we cut the checks and checks have already been received. So I'm happy to say that some businesses in Hellertown that knew, because again, we rolled it out within an hour, we had over 200 applications. There's four businesses that uh, did receive it. We are rolling out another round next week. So very excited. Again, Chamber's putting up another 50,000. bb and Now True has put up another 50,000. We have some other key community partners that are, have given money too, to support small businesses. So it could be operating costs, rent, paying employees. So you know, again, we're trying to be there for anyone and everyone during these times. Uh, so that is something that we did work on, and obviously from the Greater Chamber as well. You know, we're talking to our elected officials. Our public policy team, Michelle Griffin Young and her team, are constantly sending out communications on you know things that they're getting from the SBA. You know what they're hearing about PPP. You know, again, we're we're taking those phone calls, trying to connect people with one another. So it's definitely, like I said, I, I work really hard, but this has been, you know, emotionally, mentally draining on us too as well because we hear from some of our businesses like, Jess, I don't know if I'm going to be open tomorrow. And, you know, that breaks my heart and I'm thinking, okay, what can I do? So I, this is not a one-size-fits-all for all businesses, What you know, some of these grants and things like that. So we're trying to make sure that we hit you know everybody, and make sure that you know we're supporting every business. Um, there's, we've also rolled out some webinars. We had two webinars this past week. We're rolling out another webinar. One thing that I've really heard was um, mental state. Um, A lot of these businesses and even, you know, residents, people are, they're at their breaking point. And so we're gonna have some doctors come on and we're gonna host a webinar on how to cope with an anxiety, you know, how to cope with what's going on right now. Uh, So again, we're just trying to be a resource. We're trying to be connectors and we're trying to support everyone during this time. Like I said, uh, it's the unknown. We don't know when it's gonna be over, but again, we're just being positive and we are here for anyone.
0: That's that's fantastic and and I'm sure everybody appreciates th- that support. I know that yeah, you know, everybody is super stressed whether you're whether you're working or not. It's kind of it, it doesn't even matter because if you're working, you're you're out there in the public and that's stressful because you're potentially being exposed to the illness. That was why they had the parade at Giant yesterday for all the workers there which I know was appreciated. And it was very emotional because some of those employees, you know, first of all, they're not like making, you know, what a CEO makes and, and they are, um, you know, literally putting their lives on the line to go to work and, and be inside with the potential exposure to the disease and um, working like extra shifts. So I want to, you know, give a special shout out to, not only the giant employees, but everybody working in a supermarket now, and convenience stores, and any type of essential business where they have to, you know, interact with the public, because that's, you know, that's a a heroic thing. And like I said, I, I kind of want to at this point just open it up to anybody who wants to chime in um, with a couple more questions. One thing I wanted to ask is, you know, if if you could. For, for the business owners, in particular, if if you could ask uh, customers to do one thing to support your business right now, what would it be? what What would you what would you you know, whether it's you know writing a Facebook review or getting takeout, what what's what what can they do? because i I know a lot of people want to do things, but they're not sure how to help.
1: I can speak to that, Josh. So my thing, there's two principles that I run my business on. Uh, The first one is no hard sells, you know, not trying to push anything on anybody. And the second one is not to take advantage of a vulnerable person. And I think right now uh, those principles still hold steady for me in the business. Yet I've had a couple of calls from people looking for specific things that are going to help them feel calm throughout the situation different crystals or sage or anything that makes them feel peaceful and safe and secure. So for me, it's like, I don't want, I, I do want to ask for support for the business, but I don't want customers to do it at their own expense. Cause I know everybody is, we're all in, you know, same ocean, I guess, different boats, but So if they are going to be supportive of the business is to be mindful of what they're doing, make sure that, you know, family's taken care of, make sure that their stuff is taken care of. But I had a call from somebody the other day and like they were fine. So I guess just not assuming what I know is going on in people's lives either. So I guess for me, the two things that would be helpful would be to, um, I guess gift certificates would be a way for me to like be able to bring in revenue. And also it's something that's gonna last, you know, it's a lasting purchase, so it's not gonna expire. It's something they can use at a later date once this thing, once we ease back into, you know, society with one another. And then the second thing is if uh, people can't wait, then I'm offering virtual video visits. So they can either FaceTime on the phone or they can um, call through Facebook Messenger and they can do a visit that way, and I'm comfortable at first, I wasn't comfortable going to the post office because I didn't have a mask, so I have one mask that I'm using and um now, and they're actually they're doing really great at the Hellertown post office. They're practicing social distancing there, they have the the tape set up uh they have the plastic screen set up, they have everything out for, they really have day each day I've gone there, it's changed, and it's become you know more safe so I think that's it. Just those are two ways that people can help to support the business. But I guess also is like, just make sure there's a balance between self-care and other care. It's like not running ourselves to empty and making sure that we have a balance between our needs being taken care of and and theirs as well. So I would just say, if my customers are going to be supportive of my business is to make sure that they're taken care of. And then, like any, and I guess don't assume that it needs to be a big amount, like, you know, five or 10 or $20 is if that's manageable for them. Like, those little amounts, those smaller amounts will add up. So, I guess that's all I would say is um, those two things are, are what I'm, I think would be supportive.
4: If I could just jump in, I'm sorry. Uh, I just wanted to say, I probably should have said this, and you guys are hearing it first. Uh, but one initiative that uh, yesterday my team and I are going to start working on is you know, we're looking typically, Hellertown has a restaurant week, uh, a summer restaurant week, and some of my other communities, Southern Lehigh, has one. It actually has been rescheduled twice now. But we started brainstorming and we're like, okay, we need to think of an immediate right now. So we then did, we we're putting together it's called love your community support small And it's not going to just be for restaurants, but it's also for retail or anything like that. And it's going to be a gift card bundle purchase. So we're looking at rolling this out actually on Monday. We'll have all the paperwork, the flyer, what what it is. And there's no cost for businesses to participate, but it's them offering gift cards. And if they want to be on this flyer and if they can handle it by taking gift cards over the phone or on their website or whatever it is. So maybe it's buy $25, get $5 for free. An incentive, just like Restaurant Week, is. We're going to do it May 3rd through May 9th. And again, we're really excited because it's going to be in all of my communities that I oversee. So I have uh, nine chambers, about 26 communities. So uh, we're actually just rolling that out and we're going to ex-nay the restaurant weeks because we realize that some people might not want to be in social atmospheres with other people You know, depending on when the virus is over. We don't know. So I'm really excited to say that we're going to do things uh, like you said, June, by supporting our businesses buying gift cards to get that cash flow in there so they would purchase it right from whatever business that is, but then the businesses can see that cash flow right away.
0: I think that's an awesome idea and uh, and i'll I'll be happy to help publicize that and support that however I can so anybody else want to share something that customers can do or clients? I think Jude said it well it, it, it... People at right
2: now want to see everybody stay healthy. That's it. They're, they're worried about their friends, their family, their neighbors, the, the, the population of the Lehigh Valley, the world. And I, and I think that's the one great thing that has come from this pandemic. The very first thing that anybody wants to know when they see you, when they greet you, uh, uh, obviously over texting or email for the most part, is... I hope things are all right. I hope you're safe. I hope you're healthy. And I think this is uh, this is a you know a really nice thing that has come out of it that 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 humanity ultimately comes through. We want people to be happy and safe and healthy. So what do we what what do I want people to do for us now? Uh, I want it to go back to the way it was months ago, of course, uh, you know. But, but, but ultimately, what, what we want to do here is, is be a refuge for people. Come to the property, walk around. Ultimately, you know, it'd be great if things get back to, to normal. I, I will t- tell you this and a plug for Andy here. We buy the chocolate vodka. We bring it home. It's gone like that, Andy. You, 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 you made it too. It's, it's too good. We got a problem with that. <laughs> uh, uh, everybody at home likes it. Uh, so, what is going to be the new normal? You know what? What everybody knew in January, February, March, in it, it, for the most part, in this country's economy was everybody was going great. We were ahead of our you know our forecasts. We were we were rolling into what we thought was going to be a great spring, a great summer, and it's changed so what we what do we do from here what are we going to do differently you know jessica uh, uh, said perhaps people won't come to restaurants so much i would think that's a given uh so what do you do how do you change how do you change your atmosphere in the restaurant how do you convey to everyone out there that you have a very clean place and you have a, a, a good place to visit, a safe place to visit, uh, and it's not just you. It, for, for, for many people, it's it's your spouse, it's your uh, your your children, your very little children, who tend to go to spaces and touch everything, and then put their hands in their mouths and rub their eyes, and you know all these things are going to be you know more acutely uh, you know in our in in the front of our awareness. What are we how are we gonna do things uh, and and I think I think the uh, the people that that embrace this instead of going back to think about February and March and boy how good things were doing why couldn't it be like that well it's never the same uh, so pivot uh, figure out how how to help people better and ultimately when you help people best, they vote with their wallet and they come to you. So we're trying to think, what we try to think about every day is how are, are we gonna best help people? What can we do that are gonna make people feel comfortable, relaxed, refreshed, recharged, whatever? And and it's funny, uh, Josh, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but the, the, the three business owners on this interview I think that's the, that's the goal of each one of us. So hopefully, because of that, when people can uh, feel more comfortable coming out and visiting our sites and visiting any site like ours, that they choose our sites, of course, what is the world going to look like going, you know, in, in the future, in, in, you know, email was always uh, on the rise. Home deliveries was on was already on the rise, uh, so there's going to be more of that. Uh, perhaps this this pandemic is going to you know is uh, is hastening that scenario. By the way, I, I keep trying to keep my hands away from my face. The best I'm sure everybody's seeing great texts and emails and things like that about uh, uh, jokes and from toilet paper to whatever. The best one I saw was. I think my three favorite hobbies are visiting restaurants, going to non-essential businesses and touching my face. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know the 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 new normal, we don't know what's gonna be. Uh, but but again, I, I think I think at least the th- three three businesses here, and of course, as I said earlier, nobody's better at at promoting our community. Uh, than Josh and cheerleading for us more than Jessica, you know the 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 three companies here, the three businesses here, you know do a great job, and, and I and I think that I, I have great you know hope and confidence that we're going to continue to do well because we give out we we give great products, we give give great services, and I have to give my nod to the chocolate vodka,
3: uh, Andy. You're very kind, Dave. It is very popular. We actually need to make some more, but we're going to do okay. And I appreciate Dave's comments and Josh and Jess and June all the way across the board. It's great. And one of the things that we're really seeing is the the joy of people communicating to us, mainly phone calls, sometimes emails, um, about that they want to send something to a friend or to a relative Like we had a special end of day delivery that needed to get to a sister's whose birthday it is today. And they really liked something in particular that we had. And, you know, that's just so uplifting us that we can fulfill that and we can scramble and get it done. But you could tell the person on the other end of the phone, which probably wasn't going to definitely was not going to see that person face to face. At least it it really gave them a great uh, peace of mind to at least give some type of gift. And we're going to see more and more of that. There's no question about it. So what we're doing as a business is we're ramping up more of our, our ways we can deliver. We have always had gift cards. We're doing more in gift cards. We had somebody call up yesterday that's coming down actually to get some chocolate vodka because they love it. But they're planning on making a little Easter basket with it for their son. And those little things that are fun and unique, uh, you know, every business and all of us can do those kind of things. And, and, and that's important. There's no question about it. You know, just last night we had the Steel Club dinner. The wings were phenomenal. I mean, I couldn't get them out of my my son's uh, face fast enough. I mean, it was was great. And that's what we love, you know, that we can support local, and that's what we're going to continue to do. And we feel fortunate to do that. And uh, another thing I just really have to mention is that one of the things that's been so amazing about the sanitizer is that uh, right after it was announced, I think Josh's article was the first one to put out, I had somebody that I know casually – reach out and say, Andy, I want to give you money to help you do that. I mean, it was so unbelievable. And it was a substantial gift. I mean, it really was. And he got, he said, Andy, we're all in this together. I can't make sanitizer, but I get what you're trying to do. And so we, we and I want to make this clear that we're trying to give the first responders, medical community, anybody that's got to be out in the, in the, in the forefront. But we've had people reach out to us, things that you wouldn't think of, rehabilitation people, uh, people that work in delis at Giants or wherever it might be. And we're, we're going to get them a product as long as we have some. And well, all we've asked is if a person can, give us a donation. And, and, and those are very helpful. I mean, we have a lot of money involved in it already, but that is huge for us to just continue the process and continue to get things. As long as we can find, I'm going to do it regardless, but as long as we continue to get bottles, we're going to keep making it. And we're going to make sure we have some in play for a long time because this stuff doesn't expire. Um, so we're hopefully we'll never go through this again, but we're going to make sure Lower Saucon Township and Hellertown has a lot of really good hand sanitizer. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that'll be nice eventually to see huge stockpiles of hand sanitizer. And right now we can just dream of that. But um, I, I believe that day will come and and we'll never take it for granted again. I know I won't. <laughs> um <laughs> And, and to your point, Andy, I mean, I think, I think we've all probably had experiences like that. Like I had somebody reach out just wanting to buy an ad to support the community and, and to say, you know, stay positive, stay safe, which kind of blew me away. Somebody would even think of doing that, you know, somebody who, not a business owner, but just wanted to spread good vibes, you know, which is really, and, and support my business. So I'm incredibly grateful for for everybody like that, and and I'm gonna continue to do whatever I can to support not only businesses but organizations. Um, I'm gonna be running a t-shirt. I actually it actually already started a t-shirt fundraiser where it's called the Sock and Strong t-shirt, and all the proceeds from it will be donated to the two local food banks and also the Salkin Valley Farmers Market, which is a great resource and. We need to support them because they've lost a lot of sponsors because of this. Um, that they're still planning to open. So I'll have more information about that and um, some other things as well. I just want to encourage everybody to, you know, like business pages on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, take a minute to write a review if you never, if you you know, frequently patronize a local business. You know, you're probably home. And have a little extra time now anyway, so so try and be productive and mindful with it and and do those little things um because they mean a lot to the local businesses. I know I speak for all of you when I say that. Does anybody have anything else they wanted to add?
1: yeah, I do okay um I actually answered the questions like in order i didn't i I kinda um didn't throw it all in that first bit. So I want to just go to one of the things you had asked about is like, is there something I've learned or done that has surprised me and a way to, I love that all these phrases that are going to come out of this, you know, social distancing, pivoting for businesses. And um, one thing I've continued to do is this is for the customers is I keep showing up at my shop on Sundays to do the weekly meditation. I tried to do the bowls online. They did not sound the same. So I'm having to like, adjust how I do that meditation. But I think just having holding that time and that space at the same time each week, especially for the regulars, is something that it's like a touchstone for them. What has really surprised me through all this is how calm I feel about it. Like I'm not panicking. I don't feel like my hair is on fire. The first two weeks, you know, it was just like, oh, I have time off. I can, I can sleep in. I can, you know, there's, it was just like, it felt like vacation, but then it was like when April rolled around they said not till the end of April, I thought, oh, now what? I don't know if I can go through the whole month of April, but I'm not going through the whole month of April all at once. Today's only April 10th. And I think that's the thing is just staying in the day. So, you know, one of the things that is really I think would be helpful is like, I've kept a continuity of my schedule. So I go to bed at the same time I wake up, you know, do my normal routine, get dressed. And I go into the shop as if it's open because that helps me, um, focus, stay focused and stay in that, just have that consistency and that structure. And I think now with this open ended, amorphous amount of time that it's easy to just kind of get stuck in like what day is it and I have to say today's Friday April 10th good yeah. Friday actually you know like there's so there's just staying present and all of that was on autopilot before and I think what this is doing is it's really uh, shaking people up and waking people up to like being more conscious and even with I think what Dave said about you know kids they touch their faces and they their hands are in their mouths and my little one, hers is like up her nose all the time. I'm like, what is that? But, but I think what's co- the good that can come out of this, the silver linings is that people are becoming more hygiene conscious, which I think this was a big wake up call for all of us, like how infrequently, I guess we did that. And then for me, I have to share this because like the, the two last things I want to share is I have tried to get a clear inventory count for this since I opened that business. And now with nothing really going out or coming in, I'm able to go each day and like, get clear inventory count. So I'm grateful for that. And then the, the second thing is for business owners is, you know, if business owners don't have a a reserve, a liquid reserve and have liquidity, like this is really showing, like making sure the bills are current, making sure that there's, you know, X amount of months of operating expenses off to the side, because this is not the first, this is the first time we've heard the terms in this situation but in 2008 that was a situation this is 2020 this like this isn't the last time for businesses to get hit you know in this way financially so just kind of like what's your emergency preparedness for the next whatever is coming down the pike and it could be another 12 years or I mean we just don't know so how do I operate my business in a clear and concise way That allows me, like, I think that's why I'm not panicking is because last year I started just putting in savings and preparing myself for. I wasn't preparing for this, like, I'm not psychic, but I just felt like I needed a cushion. And so that's what I would say for business owners is like, just keep doing what we're doing, showing up at the business and um, just staying in some sort of a structured routine. Because for me, the mental health is really what's um important the emotional health and my spiritual health like all of those things is and physical as well but making sure that i i take care of myself in all of those ways each and every day not just like oh tomorrow I'll be physical every day i have to make sure that i'm caring for myself because as a as an entrepreneur and a business owner, like we're very driven and have a lot of energy. At least I know, <laughs> I feel like the, the two other gentlemen, and I know Jessica has a lot of energy and you do, Josh. And so like channeling that energy into a different direction. And I feel like now I have an opportunity to work on the business, whereas normally as a sole proprietor, I'm working in the business. So I feel like this is allowing me to balance the in the business versus on the business. and. I'm just seeing it as a a chance to like focus on those parts of the business that I've kind of neglected because I was so busy. And now it's like, oh, now what can I, now what do I need to take a look at in the digital world or virtual world that's gonna find balance with the brick and mortar versus the online presence? So that is all I wanted to say. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Those are all really great points, and a couple of those things I, I had wanted to mention as well, specifically with the structure, and because I can relate to that, and not knowing what day it is, and 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 that's not just internally; it's it's because all of those external, like you said, touchstones are gone now. You know, maybe you every Friday you would go get a burger at Braveheart or something, and and now you're not doing that. You know, so. It's also tied into the business community and, you know, they miss you too. So that's something that, you know, we have to work through, but you know, with your tips, uh, those are good, good tips and suggestions for doing that. Yeah. Uh, Can I give
1: a shout out to one local business, which is Fry's Better Foods because they have been there every single day since this started and the curbside pickup and the calling in and Diane, Bruce, Gigi, Lexi, they're just all, and Jeremy, like they're really trying to keep everybody well-fed and safe. So I just wanted to give them a huge shout out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Fry's and um, everybody that's that's going the extra mile for their customers right now, which I think is everybody that can do that. Um, So thank you. Thank you all for joining me for this call. And I know it's really going to help a lot of other business owners. It's going to be inspiring. And it's also going to um, raise awareness in our community of of what we're going through. And um, we'll do it again, keep sharing information, because information and knowledge are really powerful in this situation. So mm-hmm. thank you all. And uh, thank you, Josh. Happy thank
1: Easter. Josh. Happy, happy Easter yes. to everybody yes. on the call. Yeah.
4: Good luck to everyone. And remember, support our local businesses. <laughs> We're in this together. So buy a gift card. I know that I've already got my gift cards and things like that. But, yes, yeah, support local.
0: Thank you, everybody, for watching uh, this special broadcast um, of a business roundtable with Saucon Valley business owners. Uh, we hope that it's been informational for you and of course inspiring. We want everybody to continue to support local businesses, not just during the pandemic, but well beyond that. And um, I, I believe this is an opportunity to take stock of, of maybe the fact that we haven't been doing enough in that regard, we can all do better. So like, like businesses on Facebook, like their Instagram feeds, um, subscribe to their newsletters, write reviews about them, buy gift certificates, and order takeout food. Those are just some of the things that you can do for starters. And, of course, uh, readsawkinsource.com will continue to share a lot of great local business content. Um, of course, we ask you to support our advertisers because the advertisers right now are really Uh, going the extra mile since some of them can't even operate as normal and like i said we will have a t-shirt sale going on on sock and source that you can purchase a t-shirt and help support the farmers market and the local food banks which also need our support that's basically it for me and we will do this again soon i hope so thanks for tuning in no Rain Date is an original production of Sock and Source, LLC. Our theme music is provided by This Way to the Egress. For more great music by them, be sure to follow This Way to the Egress on Spotify. Thank you for listening.